all that we love, all that we have built, is here. This land which holds the promise of England, that is what you have put in danger. For turning an eye to the Danes, the punishment is blinding. Lord, you cannot mean it. Lord, you, you, you cannot mean it, Lord King. To see is to be wise. A king sees with both eyes. Rightly, Ethelwald should lose both, but I will be merciful. Only one eye will be taken. So that Ethelwald might use the other to find the path to redemption. No! from Providence, Rhode Island. Welcome to The Last Kingdom with Mary and Blake. It's a podcast dedicated to The Last Kingdom on Netflix. So sit back, relax, and let's talk about Ethelwald's eye. <laughs> oh. My name's Mary Larson. I finally got my my doc up, my Google doc up. Now <laughs> my, I do. My name's Blake, and uh, you know it's just another. It's just continuing our. Just streak. another day with Mary. Just another day with Mary. How things go. That's that's what we're doing, ladies and gents. That's how we roll, man. <laughs> just makes up the intro every time. Last episode, we got it right. We, hit- we did. It was good. You were following the 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 whole protocol. The whole document today. <laughs> get you. The, this one? Hey, get your head in the game, will you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get, your, get your head in the game. Gotta get you, get you, get you, get your head in the game. Thanks, Zach Efron. <laughs> All right. So, hello, hello, everybody. Um, really excited to delve oh, into this gross man. episode. But before we get into it, of course, we want to remind you that you can subscribe to this podcast and your podcatcher of choice. You can find us on all sorts of social media channels by searching... Mary and Blake. Uh, we're going to have loads of other podcasts coming up. So yes. I'm telling you, if you are not following us yet, you are going to be missing out because the Larson household, Mary and Blake Media, oh we're going to be super duper busy. And I want to thank those of you who've taken the time to head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a reading and a review. Um, the written reviews, they mean a special, special ton of us. Um, I want to thank Renee S. from New We've York. We've already read that one. Oh, never mind. How never about mind, Renee. Peaky Lou? <laughs> Pecky Lou. Sure, why not? Having fun with Mary and Blake. I enjoy their humor and infectious enthusiasm. Oh, well, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Pecky Lou. And thank you still, Renee S. Still love you. <laughs> All right, my friend. Renee's still pissed that you can't follow the the, the proper outline. She, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> and we want to, of course, thank our friends at jointhenerdclan.com for making all of this possible. Let's get into this show. Yeah, my Mary. Go- my Google Doc just closed. See, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> uh, mini plot recap. This is my job. Hold on, friends. Hold on. 
I'm just, back. Where? <laughs> I'm back. Who said we were professional? Okay, so this is episode seven <laughs> from season three, and in this episode, um, bad stuff happens, man. Okay, Skade goes crazy. She makes blood hair die. After he gets blood in his hair. Or she, she kills him. Yeah. One, one or the other. Sure. Why not? She does. <laughs> and Uhtred loves to burn stuff. He's basically Seamus Finnegan. And um, Alfred still Good not doing too well. Harry. But you know who's really not doing too well? Who? Ethelwald with one eye. <clears throat> yeah, not great, Bob. Not great. Not great, Bob. There you go. And Edward's got a new bride. Okay. Good All for right. you. Fair enough. Fair enough. There you go. Good job, Mary. Nice mini plot recap. You're welcome. It actually was a nice mini plot recap. Sure, why not? Yeah, why not? Sure, sure. All right, this one uh, actually is, as Mary said, episode seven. Uh, the director was Jan Mathis, uh, a Belgian director, as a matter of fact. I've Love never heard waffles. him. Yeah, saw the greatest waffles that you can imagine, especially if you do it right. If you get them nice, light, and fluffy, and you, what, you, what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to separate the the egg whites from the egg yolks, mm-hmm. create a nice a nice egg white you know okay. Uh, froth, okay, and then it, it crisps nice and beautifully. Anyway, Belgian director uh, has done a lot of work that I don't know. The only one that I actually recognized is the show. Shetland. Okay. So he has directed part of that. The writer was Lydia Adetuni. Uh She has directed, I'm sorry, written a couple of different episodes of some things that I've heard of. Uh, a show called Riviera on uh, the Sundance channel. And then also his Dark Materials, mm-hmm. uh, which is on uh, HBO. Um, and a Lin-Manuel Miranda uh, piece. He's actually stars on that show, as a matter of fact. So, there you go. Uh, So, that is that. Marvin, your Shields rating. What do you got for this episode, episode seven of The Last Kingdom? Um, you know, I'm gonna give it a 4.8. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Anything that stands out to you? Any particular reason why? Okay, we're gonna, okay. I'm gonna give it a 4.8 Oh my gosh, are we twins? I think we. I think I liked it a tad bit more than you. Um, the reason why I did that is because I think thematically this this episode works really well. Um, we see a huge rift in how people are motivating uh, their people, like uh, their 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 followers. Utrid uh, motivates his followers by reputation and uh, and loyalty, whereas uh, the king of Wessex is is struggling for that, for that mm-hmm. loyalty, and he has to give more money to people like uh, the bride's father. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also we have uh, the opposite in that too as well with the Danes, where they're fighting over money, they're fighting over power. Uh, there's, a, there's a big dichotomy in how these – how all of these leaders are 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 convincing their people to follow them and i i like that thematic difference so that is that your gbg though marvin what do you have for your good your bad and your great my gro- my my good hector's still alive which i don't love hector i'll be real with you well, that chicken to, eating man okay t- his name's not hector oh I his keep... name is heston heston we we've gone over this mary <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's one thing. I know, rename everybody on this show. It's one thing to like, you know, Chicken Heston. Chicken, you know, Chicken Heston. That's fine. Okay, I'll call but him. But just call him Hector. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a little bit of a stretch. Okay, so that guy is still alive. 
because I care about him a lot. I don't oh. even know his his name, but oh. I don't know. I just I I think that this guy is a weasel and he still keeps living and it blows my mind. And I I'm just here to see how he eventually dies. Um, my bad is Citric and Uhtred not telling Finnan their secrets. Yeah, yeah, not great. That I feel like that is that's a problem. That's a problem. Yeah. You got you to gotta let, you know, your key guys in. Yeah. Unless, unless they can't keep secrets, unless they have, like, Claire I feel face. like Finnan's a really good secret keeper. I would think so, too. Like, he stays out of things. You know, like, he, he knows what's his business and I what's not his business. I would have a problem with this. Yeah. yeah. I would. I would have a problem with it. And maybe, you know, I understand they need it to be really authentic and everything. And maybe they think he'd overact. You know what? Because I could see that for Finn. I could see that too. I could see him really owning the role. Yeah. And going all out. Yeah. Going full method. Yes. Uh, and that would maybe but sti- tip it off a little Still, bit. I'm a little upset yeah. about that. And I, then, I feel that. Thank you very, very much. Um, and then my great eyeball. Eyeball melting. Oh, yeah. So how do you know how far to go? How do you know when to stop so that you don't burn a brain? Uh, that's a good point. I feel like you probably have, you know, a, a little bit of pressure, you know, like uh, a little bit of, you know, there's, there, I'm sure through the eyeball there is some give. And then once you get to like a part where there's no more give. Or is there like a little notch in the eyeball melting stick that, n- you know, like, okay, this is an inch. Yeah, like we're deep okay, enough like, in you know, it, like your oil stick. You know, yeah. when you get your oil change and the guy comes out and he says, do you like it? See, I, I filled it up with brand new oil. Yeah, you see right that there. line? It's where it's supposed to be. Like, I felt like that's what should happen. Cleans it off with a towel. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he could like go over and be like, okay, Alfred, you see? Okay, it's up to the line. I've melted enough of the eye. Yep, we're good now, we're right? We're good? Okay. 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 Good. All right. Here's your coupon for your next time at Valvoline. You know, you don't even have to get out of your car. No. <laughs> but I just thought that that was a really cool punishment. Oh, that was a really cool punishment. So uh, I'm. That's my great. Something gross is my great. All right. Fair enough. Wow. I'm surprised by that. Why? Um. Because I. You couldn't even watch the screen when it happened. So no. I'm surprised that it was your great. I just think it's a really cool punishment. Okay, sure. Uh, my good is the show having the guts to to glorify the eye and taking it out and having the guts to to show it mm-hmm. for and, and not just like oh Ethelwald turns his face and you see like a little hint of it. No, you he turns around, takes the thing off, oh, or he takes the, his his bandage, bandage off. off, turns around. And they stay on it. They stay on it for a good five seconds, maybe more. It's Could gross. be more. And it, it, the the visual effect of it, uh, I'm sure that there was some makeup involved as well. Um, yes. You know, like, well, I'm not sure if they did a whole, like, you know, all prosthetic. visual effect. Or if it was part prosthetic, part visual effect. You know, like, I don't know. But, like, either way, the fact that they had the guts to, to have him turn around and stay there and show you the brutal nature of it. I find that very good because not a lot of shows would have the balls to do that. I don't like that term, but okay. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I have for my bad, a three-way tie. Oh gosh, Blake, that is this a 4.82 of this is a three-way tie of bads. Um, Triplet bad. Well, because I liked it better than last episode. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm take, you know, I'm take cornered a little bit. Okay. Um, first, the Citric fake out. I don't like that. And not because it was a fake out, 
But because we have been in Uhtred's point of view for pretty much the entire show, and genuinely we know what he knows as an audience. Okay. And the fact that the show kept us out of the kept loop. Kept us in Finnan's perspective for that. And the show was never in Finnan's perspective at all. Uh, and it, it's a deliberate attempt to fake you out, which I appreciate, but it doesn't fit within the language of the show. Because okay. everything it, – it's like um, like Sherlock. You know, remember that show Sherlock Benedict Cumberbatch? Of course. You always knew what Sherlock knew. Mm-hmm. If – if he didn't know something and he was surprised, we were surprised too. Okay. But you knew as much as he did as long as he figured it out. And the same thing should apply here. We should know exactly what Uhtred knows. We should have been in that little secret conversation, giggling, yes. Finnan doesn't know. Or Uhtred should not have been in that conversation. Like okay. it should have been something else. Like mm-hmm. there, it should have been planned by the other people. Like, we should know what Uhtred knows. Okay. Um, also, uh, Bloodhair's little, like, tantric dance that he does in front of the fire. Oh, I'm here for that. No, out, out, out. I want no part of that. The Like, the hands and the knife and the, it was all very dramatic. And, I loved it. No. Ke- Kevin Costner gets to do that by a fire. Bloodhair. I, all I could hear was like that, loosen up my buttons, babe, that <laughs> And then lastly, and then lastly, it's a little thing, but take, going for a pee when you're hunting down England's most feared warrior, either that old guy when they're, when they're trying to hunt. Buddy. What are you doing? Buddy, he's not got to pee on his horse. It, it doesn't matter. You, you got to pee. You are lit. You just saw Uhtred. You just saw him. You're like, oh, we got to go get him. Oh, no, he disappeared. Okay, time to take out my wang and go for a pee. No, you know no. what I love? Get out of here I love that. that this show keeps people human. One of my pet peeves was yep. in that show 24 when sure. yep. that guy was running around for 24 hours. Jack I Bauer. never saw him eat a granola bar, yep. never saw him eat anything, nor did he ever go pee. In this show, the past two episodes, they've talked about using the loo. Remember, Brita asked him, do you need to go, it's your turn to shit? And he says, I don't need to shit. And I thought, that's real life. That makes you sense know? to me. Sometimes you don't have to go. Sometimes you're at the rest stop and you're like it's just not my time i understand i it's get it not my time when you're going journey. for a journey hey it's your turn go yeah. do what you gotta do so, not when you're in the middle of hunting england's most feared warrior listen it might have been an emergency i don't care you, you just you, pee yourself no you hold it in you hold it in he couldn't you have the the no doesn't the, happen you're you, you strengthen your prostate or well, whatever i don't know weak. what to tell you his is weak <laughs> He's got and they don't screen. have depends. <laughs> Listen, figure it out. You, you know don't what? go pee. When you have urinary issues when you get older, I'm going to show this to you. I'm going to find this podcast. Okay, when you find future. me hunting Uhtred in the middle of the forest and I just saw him and he disappeared from my sight, when I go take a pee, then you can tell me don't take a pee. But until then, what are we doing? Real life, man. People oh, have pee problems. That was awful. That was awful. That was That was bad. It was okay. bad. Bad, 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 bad. All right. But uh, in my great, though, of course, is the rhyming shots of Alfred uh, from behind when he is looking out the window and he's all you see is the back of his head with his crown and he's looking to God for answers. And then when he issues his own judgment on Ethelwald, they repeat the same shot. Uh, but at that point, he has issued judgment and Ethelwald is getting his eye removed. Such a great uh, visual 
uh, cue on to what they're trying to tell you, which is um, Alfred has taken into his own hands what he could not find from God. Uh, instead of looking to God, he's looking to himself. And that shot is uh, just brilliant. Just brilliant, brilliant, brilliant on so many different levels. So that is that. That is my GBG. Where do you want to begin with this episode, my love? Um, let's get the most boring part out of the way. Okay, what's that? The fledlings. Okay, <laughs> okay yeah, the fledlings. Yep, so, sure. Ethel fled. Yes. Bores me. Okay. Bores her husband. Her what? husband wants her to be with his best friend so he can divorce her. Yes. Um, he's sending an armor her army her way. His bestie is able to be friend. I don't I'm just bored. Uh, he I'm wants, bored with you. Uh, Ethel Red wants um what's his name? To bed. Yes. Uh, so he can divorce Ethel her. Fled so he can divorce her. Mm-hmm. I, dare I say though that Aldhelm is actually a good person. I think he's good right now. I think so too. Yeah. And this does not, again, this does not bode well for him. No, he's going to die. He's going to die. He's totally going to die. Not in a good way. Maybe that bird's going to pick out his flesh. Ooh, that'd be good. I mean, they have the bird for some reason. They showed that bird for a reason. It's like, you know. It's a carnivorous bird. It is a. Yeah. yeah. That that bird wants to hunt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That that bird hunts. And it's like Chekhov's gun. You you don't, you don't introduce that thing without it coming back later Mm -hmm. on. So we have her there, and then we have her with um, Uhtred, and yes. she says, oh, if you want, you can like hang here, man. Why don't you stay here? You, mm-hmm. can, you can live here. And he's like, listen, I know you want a bone, <laughs> but I got things to do, okay? We'll get there someday. We'll be fine. And they're out in the woods. Oh, sorry, God. Yeah, good. And she turns into Ninja Girl. Yeah. Like, I did not expect that kind of... Uh, precision. She watched the Matrix. <laughs> she was inspired by Trinity. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. I get, I get that. Full bullet time. I mean, we don't see her practice. We saw her practicing when she was young. Yes. I don't think she's been practicing with the nuns. Nor has she. Maybe she, I. I kind of want to see her practice with somebody now that she's older. Yeah, I would say that the show probably did not earn that kind of yeah. deadliness. It almost reminds me of The Walking Dead. If you remember, like, season, between seasons two and three, they went from being, like, you know, just a, all a bunch of jabronis to the next season. There was They were, like, killers. Yeah, but, snipers. But the show explained it away by saying, listen, we had two years or yeah. whatever it is to train and get better. And, and so this did. is the result. And this is what we have. But th- this show did not do no. that. It went from her being... Ethel fled. Like I would have loved like her and Osfirth having little lessons with Finn in each day. Yeah, like that would have been cool. I, I don't Instead think... we just have to believe she's suddenly a ninja. Yeah, that's that's a little hard for me to accept. What is not hard for me to accept is the fact that when Uhtred is giving his speech to all his men, like, listen, <laughs> listen, you guys go do what you want to do. You're all free men, but I, I can't offer you any money. I can't offer you land. But I can offer you a reputation. And everybody stands up and yada, yada. Yeah, that sounds great. And then she is looking at Uhtred, literally taking every single piece of clothing off of his body with every passing second through her eyes. Like, she's full pants tent uh, over Uhtred at that point. Like, wow. Like, I could not believe the level of, like, how much she wants to bone at that point. 
So there you have it. <laughs> so that's the Ethelfled. We can go to Edward. Yeah, we'll go to Edward. Edward has a new bride, and he's pretty pumped because she's pretty. And they look like a cute pair. They've talked for five seconds. Let's get married. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, I think the more shocking thing is the... The father-in-law wanting more money? N- well, no, because he's right. Uh, yeah. Alfred, you're going to croak. Like I can look, I can, I can smell it on you. you you're, you're done. This is the early version of life insurance. Ah, and he yes, said, you okay. know, this life insurance policy doesn't really match up with the amount of risk yeah. associated. I should probably go to Geico and figure yeah. this out. Yeah. Or, you know, whatevs. But I loved that this guy came in. And he is Mr. Confident. Yeah, he just walks right in. Sitting down, chatting, even with Ethelwald comes in. Ethelwald's like, who are you deciding my fate? (laughs) And he's like, I don't care. I'm here for the chicken. And I'm important now. (laughs) There has been a plethora of chicken since Heston has left our camp. I'm here for the chicken too. Yep, and I can afford it now. And like he just, yeah. You know, now that you bring that up, this guy just pops up at the Witten to to talk to Ethelwald. Loved it. Loved it. Who are you guys? And he he got a front row seat. He did. Yep. Like he's given the the red carpet that treatment. Guy's pumped. And maybe it was part of his like insurance package. You know, like mm-hmm. not only are we going to give you all the money to basically buy your town. Yeah, but I want the Witten seat. I want the Witten seat. The and red I want one. the one. I want the red one that's closest to the door. Yes. So that way I can come in whenever I want and leave before everybody else. Yes. And I got and I and I'm one of the top three people that get the first say. Agreed. Yeah. So, like, that's part of his insurance package, and I appreciate that. Yeah. But the level with which, like, how transactional it was, you know, the the whole, like, okay, let's get down to business. Yeah. No, I'm not doing that because you're going to croak, and you have some people that want your throne, and Edward sure is a nice guy, but, you know, there's a lot of risk here. So, why don't you up the ante a little bit? I, I just, I found that, I mean- I didn't find it shocking, but I just I found it probably probably prescriptive of the time. Yeah. But wow, man, that was It's like shopping for a car. Aggressive. And I loved the girl's hair. Yes, you have mentioned that. I've mentioned that now. And I was like, I saw it. I was like, ooh, I like that. With the two little braids Twisties. that come down the mm-hmm. center and oh yeah. I okay, was, so I was the boring floodlings are done. Yes. Alfred's about to die. Um let's let's do the Alfred bit. Alfred, here comes Ethelwald. Jumping off a little chicken truck. Yeah. Strolls on and gets a brew. And uh, Pierre Lig sees him, and then th- this is how it all goes down. Okay, so let's just get right to it. Does Alfred issue a punishment that's commensurate with what he knows in terms of Ethelwald's um, discrepancies? We'll put it that way. I'd say no. Really? Yeah. What do you think he should have done? Either more or less? More. Okay, more. Why? I would have also cut out his tongue. I feel like that would have been more apropos. Um, Because without one eye, you still look like a fierce warrior. I've seen some creepy one-eye people, okay? Mm -hmm. And this is, you're about to die, Alfred, which I appreciate that's why you didn't want to kill him because you're about to die and you don't want to be judged. But on the flip side, this is your son's potential biggest issue 
You know, like Ethelwald thinks he has the right to the throne and he has been in talks with the Danes and he did just come fresh from them. And yet all you're doing is going to blind him in one eye when he can escape. He can go command possibly an army with his voice. I mean, I would have killed him. Yeah. Or, you know, really maimed him so he wouldn't be able to go run away or go back to the Danes or talk. Yeah. Ethelwald is a talker, so cut out his tongue. Yeah. I, you know, Mary, you bring up a very valid point because we even see those fruits in this episode when he's talking to that guy, Sigurbreet, about uh, the, the girl that Edward uh, got pregnant. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, you know, I can understand if you couldn't support Edward. Like, I get it. That makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. And then the king, king walks in and, and then the guy loses his eye. Mm-hmm. But you're right. His talent is kind of like Skade's where he spreads poison. Yes. Um, and he manipulates people to doing what he wants them to do. I don't think he's as good as it as he thinks he is, but he's pretty good at it. Mm-hmm. And if you took his tongue, that takes away his best weapon. Yes. So that's what I would have done. The problem is, though, if you have the show and you take away his tongue, now you're taking away someone who's really good at what they do. And the Danes can't read, so he can't write them notes. Right. Uh, and he, he's not going to be doing, you know, Pictionary or whatever the game is. Or charades. No, charades. Yeah, sure. Pictionary charades. Whatever. Scatagories. Both of them. Yeah. All of them. <laughs> Taboo. <laughs> They're all the same. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> he definitely can't do that movie. That but game, that's what I would have done. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. And if if you don't know what Watch Your Mouth is, Google it and you will just picture a tongueless at the wall. Oh, man, that's funny. So, no, I don't think it was an appropriate punishment. I think that it is just going to embolden him even more and actually make him look more ferocious. So, (laughs) I can't get the sight of him doing Watch Your Mouth with no tongue now. I know. I know. Uh, But, you know, I, hmm, I think it was a fair punishment taking the guy's eye. The problem, like I said, is that he's his, that's not his best thing. No. And I would rather... It's not like a that. champion winker. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> um, yeah, but did he do the right thing in letting him stay alive? I would have killed him, but... I probably would have killed him, too. I, but there, I mean, there is that argument to be made, though, that which we talked about, which is... That is his nephew, and it is his brother's okay, son. so just maim him. Here's another question, too, that I was More. thinking. As he's, as Alfred is having the discussion with Aylesworth about, okay, I was looking to God, and he's not providing me answers. What do I do? And she's saying, just kill the guy. The thing that kept popping up in my brain as I'm watching it is Alfred is saying, listen, I can't do that. I can't kill him because he's my brother's son. And then something really telling happens. He says, am I going to kill this kid, my brother's son, so close to the finish line? Mm -hmm. Like I'm just about to walk into the gates of heaven and here I am about to kill this kid. Is he really not killing the kid because of his Christian morals or is it because he just don't want to, you know, answer the call? Is he being selfish? Both. Great gray line. <clears throat> yeah. The cynic in me is saying it's all selfishness. 
I mean, he had no problem killing people his whole life. So. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's all selfishness because yeah. like, okay, I'm so close to the, to the end point here. I don't want to screw none of this up. Yeah. So how about we just, how about we just take his eye? So thanks. So we're all set. Um, but uh, here's another question for you. What does the show become without Alfred? Chaos. Yeah, a little bit. I'm is, excited. Is I'm the ex- show as good without Alfred? We're going to find out. I don't know. Probably. Like he's going to die soon. So let's move on to something okay, else. Right, fair, okay, fair enough. Fine, he's going to die and we'll find out. All right. Okay, fine. can we go to the Danes? Uh, yes. Let's do the Danes. I'm over the alehouse fire thing. Nice trick. But like, cool. I don't need to get into it. We already yeah, talked about no, it's Uhtred. Fine. It's fine. So let's talk about Knut Weasley. Oh, who's married? Yeah, across the sea. Whoa. I don't put it past him, though. It's not. I'm not surprised by What happens it. in Vegas? Yeah. What, hey, different area codes. What happens in Wessex? Okay, what happens in Wessex stays yeah. in Wessex. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I'm not surprised by this. But there's part of me that does believe he actually does kind of have some feelings for Brita. Like, because he was on this even before Ragnar died. It wasn't just like Ragnar croaks and then, oh, hey, girl, what's up? You know, it was it was a thing even before then. Like, he, he was saying that he's not respecting you and all that uh, stuff. I don't, I don't think he has feelings for her. Is it a smart move yes. for Brita to do uh, oh. this? For Brita? No. Yeah. Stay away from Knut Weasley. How come? Like she, she knows that her men will only, she even says it, her men will only follow a woman for so long. Mm-hmm. And once, now that Ragnar's gone, her stature in the, in the group is nothing. She's not tied to anybody. And she has to survive. Yeah, but why does she need to get with Knut? Because her people will only follow her for so long. She's yeah, a so woman. Yeah, so find another man. Yeah, but who... Who I else? bet you there are some bet. There's a lot of fish in that sea. There's a lot of Danes there. Yeah. You just, just yeah, but you're going to choose Heston. Mm-mm. No, I, I don't want any of the inner circle. Yeah, I want no. like a a hot. I want like the Jamie Fraser. You know, like young, oh, kind of okay. like hiding a Bit little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Scoop that sucker up like the yeah. finning. Go. Be, you got to go to the. Around. You got to go to the horse stables. That's where you yes. go. You go to the horse stables yes. to find your Jamie Fraser. Yes. That's what you do. Yes. And instead, she's going with Knut Weasley, mm-hmm. which is like, what are we doing? No. And he's, it's, no. And I don't even think, I don't even, th- I don't know. What? Listen, they, they made a choice to. But she's so sad, so I appreciate that she's going for the quick rebound. She needs the rebound. And she sees it as the way out, and we all have the same cause, and let's just get this done. Yes. You know, it's our last chance. Sure. And, and you know. She's not proud of it, but it's an answer. Yeah. You know, um, she's not going to fist pump the next day. No. No, I, I don't think so. Um, th- they made the choice to kill off blood hair. And, you know, it's just another person that seemed to kind of go nowhere mm-hmm. in the story. Mm-hmm. Do you, were you impressed by blood hair at all? Did you want him to stay alive? No. I didn't need him to stay alive. I knew he would die. Yeah. But he served his purpose. And the funny thing is, I don't even know what that purpose is. Was to get Skade there. 
Skate can't just like walk by herself. He was like the conflict with Skate. He kept fanning the fire and made us think that Skate is valuable. He gave Skate value, aside from just being some weird witch lady. Well, I would say I would. I think I would argue that Skate gave her own value. But he was doing it. Heston loves that he keeps being like, give me back my woman. Uhtred yes. loves, give me back my woman. Like, yes. if they just had her, but nobody else wanted her, they wouldn't think she was a, such a cool toy. Yeah. Why do you think she chose to kill Bloodhair over Heston, Skade? I think she knows that Bloodhair is actually stronger. And she said that neither of them are her destiny. Yeah. So she figured, I'll kill the strong one first, yeah. and then someone else can kill Heston. Because she ultimately wants to end up with Uhtred. Correct. And if I could see that she probably believes that Heston has 0.0 chance In a battle Uhtred. with Uhtred, correct. And Bloodhair, even though Uhtred already gave him the business, probably has a better chance yes. at defeating Uhtred than, than Heston does. Mm-hmm. Because Heston is that little cockroach that like, okay, sure. He yeah. survives. He survives and he just keeps going. Um. Yeah, I think you're right. I think she probably chose him because... And maybe she even thought that Bloodhair might mortally wound Heston in the battle before he went a little loopy. And okay, two birds, one stone. Yeah, good point. And, you know, eventually he'll fall apart. I did think it was weird, though, that she ends up stabbing and killing him and how she isn't punished. Because it was supposed to be a battle between Heston and Bloodhair. And then she kills him. I mean, that's fair, but the... Th- but he did come at he her. He did come at her. That's the thing. If he didn't go swipe at her, I, I, you'd probably have a little bit more of a case. Mm-hmm. But seeing that he did come at her the way that he did, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think all's fair in love and war at that point. Okay. Because, dude, what do you want me to do? Yeah. Like, I'm going to defend myself. Agreed. Um, you know, I, I think. Yeah. I love how Heston had no idea. Yeah, right? He's like, I'm really good at this. This is awesome. I'm, he, I'm he, super good. He I'm must Superman. be getting tired. Yeah. <laughs> um, his confidence level is going to skyrocket. Oh, I know. He's going to write a letter to his mom. Mom, you'll never guess what I did. I killed some guy named Bloodhair. Me. Me. His name was Bloodhair. All of those karate lessons really paid <laughs> off. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I think narratively... You know, blood hair didn't serve a whole ton of purpose. Agreed. And, you know, it, it is what it is. I'm glad he's gone. And I, I think it's just one more guy down the drain. And who do you think makes it out? Heston or Kanut? Neither. I don't think either of them are going to live after this season. <sighs> I, I, I tend to think Kanut lives. Really? Over Heston? I think Kanat's going to get killed by Brita. Once she finds out that yeah. he had a, oh, Okay, yep, good, good. I mean, Ethelwald is definitely going to get killed oh, by yeah. Brita. Um, that is without yeah. question. I mean, that is without and question. And then Ethelwald will tell her, it was Kanat. Um, and then she'll kill him in bed. Like how Ragnar was killed in bed. Yeah, fair enough. I like it. So I don't... I think if it's anyone, it's Heston. That's who my money's still on. I did like, though, that that she, Brita, did run to Bloodhair's hand to make sure that he had his axe in his hand mm-hmm. to make sure that he goes to Valhalla. I, I, I like how that they keep reinforcing this. I am wondering if Brita is going to be impregnated by Kanet now that the curse has been lifted. Oh, that's interesting. Um, yeah, again, I don't think they're introducing the idea of this, you know, curse 
without, you know, paying paying red hair, hand me down ropes. Must be a Weasley. <laughs> <laughs> You're a wizard, Harry. Um, yeah, I. That's what I think. Uh, so, anything else you want to say? I. It is. It is important to recognize that the Danes are, as Uhtred predicted, fighting amongst themselves. And that they don't have an army, really. It's just a bunch of guys together thinking that they could do what they want to do. And now Knut is going after what he thinks is Uhtred, but it's really the fire town. Yes. Yes. So Heston's all alone. How about that poor guy that delivers the message and and Bloodhead just oh, slits Ethel his Wold's throat? Man? Yeah. I mean, sorry, buddy. I know. that. You know what? You, you, you lay down with dogs, you get fleas. That's what happens. Nice. You lay with dogs, you get fleas. Yeah. And I and and that guy, that's what happened. Well, he didn't know. He wasn't that smart. Uh, no, not at all. Uh, anything else you want to say about the Dane camp at this point? No. Uh, the Citric thing, you're okay with. I'm, Are, d- I'm over it. You're o- you're over it. It's fine. It's done. Yes. And um, you had no problem with it the way that it was handled. No, I told you I had a problem, but I'm saying I'm over it now. Okay, fair enough. Um. I'm done. What do you want to talk about now? Nothing. No, we got Uhtred. We got, we got, um, what else do we got here? I already talked about Uhtred. Are you sure? I talked about everything. <laughs> let's see what, let's see what I have in my, in my notes here. <laughs> I'm done. Um, you know what? I think I'm done too. The only thing I will say, the only thing I will add, <laughs> the only thing I will add is, um. I even gave you the hand sign that I was done. You did. You did. I gave me the hand sign. Okay, fine. Fair. <laughs> Fair. You're the one who messed up the entire intro and couldn't get it couldn't, oh it couldn't get the I beginning of the show right. Uh, the only thing I will mention on top of all of this is that the show continues to remain balanced, and it's not in a way that is overt or in your face. There are these subtle jokes. There are subtle things that are happening that keep the the um, the life of the show. Go, moving forward. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a great interaction between um, uh, Uhtred and Finnan about their fathers. He's like, oh, you knew your father? Really? Oh, yeah, I knew his fist. You know, like those – it was an honest question, but it was said in a sarcastic way. But you could tell that there was honesty in it. And I like seeing these relationships continue to grow, whether it is – um, Osferth and and Finnan or Osferth who's all better all better we're all good now and he's killing dudes no problem killing dudes now um, the classes he's taking with Ethel Flitter are paying off uh, he, yeah um, they steal Skade at the end of the episode and they fly and they, they run away and by the way those bow and arrow men from from Heston in the boat not great they're awful the, the I actually arrows. just thought that Uhtred was very lucky because that distance looked like they could have. I know. Very That's easily. what I'm trying to say. They couldn't throw a rock into the ocean. Yeah. I mean, what do we? It couldn't hit the broad side of a barn. Like, I love. I love. Arrowmen suck, guy. Yeah. Like, there's no reason why you should be where you are with yeah. those guys. They were like five feet. They could reach out and touch them. Mm-hmm. Maybe the guy that peed could pee on them. They they were that close. Maybe. That's gross. Um. What happens with Skade, do you think? Does he better? Does she kill her? Which first? <sighs> I gotta be real with you. Uhtred hasn't had sex in a long time. I'm a little nervous. Maybe he's gotta, you know, 
No, he doesn't got to do anything. I'm just saying I'm nervous. I don't want him to do it. I'm thinking that he kills her. He kills her when she thinks he's going to sleep with her. Everybody just gets killed in bed. Don't go to bed. Don't sleep with your eyes shut. Don't (laughs) sleep. I'm thinking that he kills her. I'm thinking that he kills her pretty much right away. I bet you the next episode opens within the next five minutes. She's dead. I would love that. I would be in on that too because I'm over scared now. I'm over the whole thing. Like when, when blood hair was like sucking on her fingers and like all that blood from that guy from like you're drinking some dude's blood. Like, you don't know where he's been. I know. Like, what are you doing? It's one thing if it's like hers. And like, even then I'm not in the, I'm not into blood drinking. I'm glad to hear that. Um, but like, it's one thing if you know that it's coming out of her and like into you. Cool. Like that's, Hey man, I'm not going to, you know, kink shame. Cause that's cool. But no, it's not. No, it's for no, some people, no, listen, for some no. people okay, it is what it is. Go on. But you're drinking some other dude's blood. It's weird. It's weird. I don't know. Um, I'm just over skate. I'm over the whole thing. I, I think she's just too much and I'm ready for her to go. Me too. I'm ready for her to go. Uh, all right. Yeah. That's the end of this. That, yeah. I think that's the end. That's all you got, right? That's what I said five minutes ago. <laughs> okay. Let's, uh, do you have a uh, destined to be theory of the week? Yes. Ooh, girl. Let's hear it. It's all time, right, Mary, what do you got? It's time to whip out your fascinators and get your tea and crumpets because I think there's going to be a royal wedding ah, next episode. <laughs> that is a lukewarm take, Mary. That is that is a that is not even lukewarm. That was that's like room temperature take. I'm just excited for a wedding, okay? I, I you know, haven't had one in a long time, and I'm not gonna get to see the beautiful red dress again. What? Which red dress is that? Uchi's wife's. Oh, Gisela's dress. That's. I right. mean, maybe maybe someone does get it. Maybe someone just borrows it. Alas, <sighs> no red dress. Okay, what's right. your destined to be? My destined to be theory of the week. Yeah. Oh man, this one's blazing hot. Okay. Are you ready? Yep. Not interested. I'm not gonna say Chernobyl hot, but it's blazing hot. It's not a royal wedding. I tell you. <laughs> uh, this episode has made it so clear that Ethelfled wants Uhtred in the worst way. And it's, it's similar to how they shot that sequence with Citric and Uhtred when they were doing the, uh, the, the play again for Dagfin. How they just kept referencing Dagfin. It kept going back to it. And the way that, you know, Uhtred's rousing speech was shot, it's like showing Ethelfled just undress him, you know, with every passing second. My thought is this. If it doesn't happen by the end of this season, it will, I think, next season, where Uhtred says, you know what? Okay, um, let's do this. Like, let's be a thing. Because, you know, like maybe they have like an encounter. And it all goes swimmingly. And Uhtred's finally like, okay, I'm over Gisela. Well, I'm not over her, but I can move on. I can move forward. The thing with Ethelfled is her early life. She has proven to be somewhat like um, reactive and jumping into her relationships. 
And she's a smarter, stronger character than that. And I think she turns him down. She's married. Why, but it's not going to work you know, out. You know, you know that he ain't going to be lasting long for some reason, one reason or another. I know, but like you can't marry him. I'm sorry. You well, can't marry saying, Uttred. I'm not saying you're going to marry him, but I'm She's going to marry somebody. But She's a maybe, princess. But what I'm saying is she is going to recognize, okay, even if I want to be with Uhtred, I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't because it's not good for England. No. And also, at the same time, she's going to be having issues with her brother. I guarantee you she's going to have issues with her brother because her brother's going to do something stupid. And she's going to say, I need to, like, figure this stuff out. And Uhtred, yeah, you're great, but... I got to go be queen. This is not good for England. So, yeah. sorry. So, ultimately, she's going to turn him down. Okay. That's what I think. That's, that's again, not Chernobyl hot, but it's blazing hot. Not as fun as a royal wedding. (laughs) All right. You ready to close this bad boy out? Yes. Let's do it. Here we are, friends. We're getting towards the tail end of season three of The Last Kingdom. So thankful that you were able to tune on in and keep us company. Um... Yeah, we're excited to see where this next episode takes us. So on that note, my name's Mary. My name is Blake. Destiny is all.